Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 233 is brought to you by Music Pebbles and Tay Ann, some of our amazing Patreon supporters. This episode is also possible thanks to our producers, Lindsay, For the Whim, Tab, and Lazy Villager Megan Leslie. This week, Nina and I are happy to reveal our new Haken artwork for the month of May 2022. From there, we're going to talk about our 10 favorite items in New Horizons and the start of the best item bracket. Sort of again, happy May Mayhem, Nina. May Mayhem! Happy May Mayhem! (laughs) (laughs) So excited! I am pumped for this. Nina, you put in so much work for this. I can't stress uh, enough how <laughs> thankful I am for you. Um, don't, uh, I forgot to warn you. Don't tell anybody what I was up to this weekend. I won't. It's top secret. So, I But I really appreciate all the work you I did. I pulled out my going. blue light glasses just for this weekend. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot to really cover today, so no icebreakers. Instead, we're going to open up by talking about this amazing new art that is, uh, we commissioned a nice artist. Her name is Poku, and she just made incredible stuff. She really worked with me to, you know, get it down to a price point that uh, is more normal for our show, so I really appreciate that, but... Yeah, she she did an incredible job with this one. Nina, I sent it to you just today, kind of yeah. later than usual. How, how do you feel about this one? Um, it's incredible. I can't stop looking at the shadows on the tent. Yeah. Uh, they're so beautiful. I plus I I really like so I I've not been playing a whole lot of Animal Crossing lately. And this this little tent and fire wood setup and tin bucket setup is like about where my town is right now so i'm really enjoying like how fitting this is for us yeah it's honestly like a really perfect scene i think Mm -hmm. just like a nice little beginning scene here especially for a month that we're we're going big in one direction with with the show and i don't know it just feels like it fits just right yeah back to basics yeah. Uh, all of these villagers, once again, have birthdays uh, in this month. We've mm. got my personal favorite, Pearl. Two I, of I, your favorites. Yeah. Uh, actually, all three of these are some of my favorites. <gasps> oh. Leonardo is this little leopard, right? And he was one of my besties in New Leaf. Oh. And I think my second or third town there. I just, I, I had a good connection with him. So it was really awesome to have him in this piece. And then Deirdre, of yeah. course. She, yeah. A little, I, I love Deirdre she's as well. She's so cute. She's a little white-tailed deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's adorable. I really love how they turned out. They all look absolutely great in all of these outfits. And yeah, especially Deirdre having the little fishing outfit. I think I did not talk about how I dressed Deirdre up at all, but I think this was one of the shirts that I gave her on my island. So it was a real happy little happenstance here. That's really sweet. That's really, Yeah. yeah, it's just very well done. The shadows are nice. I'm so glad you know, I I'm assuming that they had to kind of like simplify it so that so that our price would work for them. But even simplified, it's beautiful. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it truly looks amazing. And I've dropped links to Poku's art all over the place. Mm. Uh, she's got Twitter. She's got Instagram, Tumblr. She's got her own website. There's also a really awesome print shop and a site where you can find your own commissions as well. Mm. And I promise you, if you click on any of those, you're going to just fall in love with all the art there. <laughs> it's so good. Um so yeah, I was very happy to work with Poku, and it's honestly a lovely piece. And she actually left us a little statement, too. Oh. So that says, I drew a small fishing scene with Deirdre, Leonardo, and Pearl. It reminds me of the early days of starting my New Horizons island, when you don't have much, but it's really calming. I struggled a bit with the coloring at first, but I hope it gives off a soft and peaceful vibe. Mm. And... I definitely feel soft and peaceful when I look at it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to remember now, I'll probably have to look back to our little chat when I reached out to her, but I think I sent options as far as villagers went. And I was like, uh, a few of these, like whichever ones you like. <laughs> or, But I also might have just been specific, so I yeah. don't remember. I want to like yeah, go cause... through and make a list one day of all the villagers we've had featured. Pearl is, this is definitely not her first time being on here, but I just can't <laughs> help. Whenever her birthday rolls around, I'm just like, yes, give me Pearl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll have to, I, Gonzo has shown up in one already. I think you did that one, I, right? You included I Gonzo. I did Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I cheated. So maybe maybe Gonzo will be a, a repeat one. Oh. I think he was he in. I feel like we have had him more than Halloween once. One? Maybe. Yeah, he's great. He's I so just cute. really like Gonzo. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, wonderful piece of art for the month. Thank you, Poku, so much for this and for everybody listening. Please check the description. Go check out her website, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, print shop, commissions. All of those links are there for you to enjoy. And, you know, if you want your own piece of art, uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't recommend Poku enough. <laughs> Truly wonderful work. I'm so happy about this one. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should get into our favorite items. We, we promised, as promised... We are doing the best item bracket for the month of May, which we are calling May Mayhem. <laughs> uh, March Madness is old news, dead to us. We are now living in May Mayhem. It's, uh, it's, it's much better. It's not basketball. <laughs> yeah, basketball is boring. <laughs> it's Animal Crossing, of course. Animal Crossing is the absolute best thing to have be done competitively right exactly it was made to be competitive <laughs> yeah animal crossing is the most competitive game in the universe so i thought it was fitting because last week we only really talked about the bracket and we decided not to share our top 10 items and instead not influence your votes right mm-hmm. um we didn't want to like have an effect on how the the selection process would go for everybody so we thought if we don't talk about it now let's talk about it next week that way the votes are in everyone the, the votes, votes for the in. best item bracket are in the votes are closed they have already been aligned we have found 16 items we'll get to that but for now 
Nina, let's, let's talk about our, our top 10. Yeah, how, we're not how do you afraid handle of, this? We're not afraid of swaying you anymore. <laughs> yeah, now now that we have uh, have the votes already, some of our items made it, some of them didn't. <sighs> I'm uh, a little and... angry about some of my items not making it in. Well, do you want to kick it off then? What, what was your list? I guess we can go back and forth. Do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay. And mine aren't really in an order, but... My number one item, <laughs> even though it's not in order, is the street lamp um, because mm. it's perfect <laughs> and I use it all over. Well, I used it all over Keel Hall so much so that I, I for every single street lamp I used, I had to get it from Michi because she had black street lamps. Yeah. Um, some of mine Same. are brown, but I mostly liked the black ones for like the pirate feel. I. They just, like, bring so much ambiance, and that first trailer that we got, or maybe, like, a later on trailer, I can't really remember, but they were talking about how, like, oh, you know, be careful, it's going to be dark at night on your island, and that really resonated with me. Like, so I put lights everywhere along my paths so that my villagers could stay safe on my dark island, and the street lamp just kind of encapsulates that for me, just like a cozy walk in the Mm -hmm. fog. (laughs) <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. The street lamp was one of my absolute dream items coming from New Leaf to New Horizons. Mm-hmm. Um because in the initial in my initial playthrough of New Leaf, I I did, before we all had found out there was an item limit or a public works project limit, yes. you know. I tried my best to make this big fancy path mm-hmm. with street lamps lining the whole thing and benches going across. And then to hit that day where <laughs> it was just like, nope, that's it. You can't build anymore. You have to destroy something. I was devastated. <laughs> and you have to destroy them one by one. <laughs> yeah. One day at a time. It's New Leaf, you all look at it fondly. It was... It had its headaches. Mm-hmm. It had its headaches. It wasn't. It still wasn't the perfect Animal Crossing <laughs> by far. Um, so I will say, going into New Horizons and seeing the street lamps and knowing that I could place them as many as I want and make the dream paths <laughs> that I've always wanted to have, it's, it's still the thing that's. It's probably the most used item. On my well, island. So you sound like you're agreeing a lot with me. Was street lamps on your list? It sure was. Mm. Yeah. All right. Street lamps was on my list. Uh, but since you already said that, I will go with an, my other pick here. Uh, the leaf campfire. Ooh. Actually, wait. Can I make one more point about the street lamps before I talk about the leaf campfire? Because <laughs> yes. there's an important point. The street lamps only got more powerful since uh, we can now customize them ourselves yes. and we don't have to do the trading. I, now. That's true. I mean, I know you're still annoyed by Cyrus's whole little dance <sighs> and stuff. Yeah, he but, talks too much. But just the fact that you can get the ones, the colors you want, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a big plus for the street lamps, it's too. true. Yeah. Okay. And Leaf Campfire reminded me of this because the variation yeah. with the, the roasted marshmallows. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best one. Amazing. Truly incredible item. I love it. It's just like, it's too cute. 
it it feels so alive yeah. in a way that like some of the other items don't you know mm-hmm. um it just feels like the the perfect little campfire it, every time i walk past mine i'm just like yep i'm gonna sit down here for just a second Aww. doesn't even matter if i take a picture or not i'm just gonna spend some time enjoying this leaf campfire it's so cute <laughs> it really is it really and even the ones without the marshmallows are still pretty cute yeah, still adorable, but oh, the marshmallows sell me on it. And the fire animation is so good. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do, how do they make fire? Nintendo makes, like, certain things just look so good yeah. in games. Water and fire. They they know their elements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. My next one now. Okay. Street Lamp got a lot of votes not just from you and me from but from other people my next one did not get many votes from other people and i'm a little upset about it because it's uh-huh. another item that i used all over keel hall and that was the plain wooden shop sign yeah uh, and i guess this is just because not everybody likes to make their own custom designs but I made directional signs. I made pirate flags. <laughs> I made cafes and libraries and blathers things and spas. I, <laughs> I used this little item everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it just brought so much personality to Keel Hall. Uh, and I'm a little upset it didn't get the votes. But the people have spoken, I guess. Yeah, and the uh, like. I've seen so many great signs people make. Signs for all their buildings, yeah. maps of their islands, uh, and just yes. like yes, like you can the, download things. You don't have to make them yourself. Yeah, just like the customization that goes into the the signs is so good. <sighs> this one just barely missed my list. Oh, honestly. okay, like just barely. It was so close, mm. but. Yeah, I I am also a big fan of that item. Man, I made a tarot sign. I made a sign for Red's little hideaway. Ah, oh, <laughs> they were all over my island. I must have had more than ten on my island. I loved them. Oh well. Mm-hmm. What's your next item? Uh, my next one also didn't get many votes at all, and I think it's an overlooked item. I think this is one that really brings life to a room. Um, the light switch, Ooh. the specifically the one with like the three little light switches, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot make a room without a light switch. Like it just feels so necessary. It, that to me like brings the whole room together by giving it like a feeling that it's like, this is a room. It needs to have this so it can actually function in that way. Uh, none of this clap on, clap off light <laughs> stuff. I I want the actual switch there to make me believe that the room is real yeah. in some way. You know this. So this kind of yeah. reminds me of the exit sign. Like whenever in Happy yeah. Home Paradise, if it was like a public building, you had to stay up to code. There had to be an exit sign above the exit door for me <laughs> every time. So <laughs> I understand this. However, mm-hmm. I do want to point out that you were the only person that voted for a light switch. The only person. <laughs> the only person. And that's why I'm just like, let me tell you all, you're missing out on the light <laughs> switch. Like this this is like 
an item to really bring some life to a room. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. That's fine. We've all got items on our list that <laughs> only one person voted for, and that one person was yourself. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. My next big one. This kind of lumps in with the street lamp for me. If I wasn't using the street lamp all over my area and it was like kind of a less traversed area on my island, I was using the garden lantern. The short little mm. black, well, the ones that I used were black garden lanterns were all over keel hall also they they looked old-fashioned they were understated they were adorable in the fog and the rain and at night uh, it just brought so much life to my island and uh it did not get too many votes i think five five people voted for it total but i mean it's just that's better than the light switch that's true (laughs) (laughs) look but they wouldn't be able to turn on without it well that's not true I, how do yeah. the outdoor lights turn on? They must be uh, on timers. Uh, I think they are on timers. Mm-hmm. Isabel yeah. controls all of them. Anyways, yeah, adorable. I I I love the garden lanterns. Mm-hmm. Those are really cute. Definitely one I also like to use a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, my next one. I don't know why I didn't get more votes here because it's the optimal version of this item but the maple leaf pond stone Mm. that one is just like i remember getting the the cherry blossom pond stone like right at the beginning Uh, of the game yeah and i was like i need this in autumn version please and then they did it they brought it and it's just such a beautiful item i once again the the little details are the things that really stick to me or stick with me in yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. And just having that leaf floating in the water. <laughs> it's it's just that that type of detail that just makes me feel like this is perfect. This is like I feel like I'm here. I believe this. I think that's kind of the theme around my items so far, you know. Yeah. I I really like this item too. And I especially like that there are seasonal versions of this so you can change it out. And that the seasonal versions, not only like the leaf changes or there's not a leaf or something, but this, the color of the stone changes. Like it's so much mm-hmm. detail, which is really cute. The only thing I don't like about this pond stone is one edge of it. One side of it is like kind of pointed, almost like a the boat, like a, the bow of a Mm. boat i don't know it's bizarre um that's the only thing everything else incredible i get you yeah um let's see my next one my next one uh kind of another middle of the road item that got a few votes but not too many is the wild log bench which this is like that natural looking like it barely looks like you can sit on it but you can it's just like a fallen log and Mm -hmm. the variations are so cool because there's there's like the birch tree the regular tree and then the one that looks like it's been stripped bare which i would always put on my beaches like they've been washed up um like driftwood this is another one that's just like a small little chef's kiss detail that could bring so much life to an area like that has a lot of like a wooded area or like I said to the beach or something. 
to just look super natural in in your like woodsy. I don't know. Oh, it's just cute. It's just a cute one. Yeah, this one just barely missed my list, mm. honestly. Uh I think I in the end I just said don't kill trees and decided <laughs> it, it was <laughs> it was uh it was too sad for me. I, I had to pick They're natural make, deaths, don't worry. <laughs> I, yeah, I had to make my own reasons, you know. But yeah, th- this is uh, it's one of my other favorite items as well cuz it does look really cute when people do set it up like next to a stump and make it look like it was like a chopped down tree and that sort of thing. And I use this all over my island as well. It looks great in campsites. It has all of those different customization options as well. So you can really theme it around things too. So it's very versatile and it doesn't have to be, uh, I I don't know. I I think there's just a lot of ways to work it in and really make um, an area feel natural. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with it. Okay, my next one, another one that didn't get a lot of votes. It's the retro radiator. Ooh, the one that sits I up do... against the wall? Yeah, it's a <gasps> wall item. Yeah. So you like kind of put it up against a wall. I use this in every room as well. I feel like it's such a cute way to like just... I don't know. It it does the same thing as a light switch to me. It just gives you this sense of warmth. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I got a little radiator here. So when it's cold, I'm I'm nice and cozy. And I had a radiator in my old place. And that's, I don't know. I miss it. Do you know what I think this trend is for you? I think that not a lot of people voted for wall items. I don't know if it was just mm-hmm. off people's radar or if because you can't place them outside, they got less votes. But I think just kind of overall for this bracket, not a lot of wall items were, were suggested. Yeah, that that's probably true. And I honestly went with things that like I felt were a good mix, like yeah. stuff that I felt worked outside and stuff that I felt worked inside. Mm-hmm. You mean you're good with interiors. That makes sense. I love doing interiors. <laughs> it's, one of my, it's still the best thing. As soon as they add a 3D camera to the out uh, the exterior, like uh, I'm going to go I can't way wait. more wild. That and it. putting this stuff on the on the cliffs. Yes, put stuff on the cliffs, put stuff on the trees. Like, let, let me nail a little sign to a tree. Oh, my gosh. Oh. It'd be adorable. I just melted. And let me hang little lights on the trees. Yes. There's so many things that we could decorate, but we don't have access to it yet. And, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot, Nintendo. Please listen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see my next one. (laughs) Um, my next one is the stall. I thought this was kind Mm. of a universal item and it did get a few votes. Um, it's the stalls that have like the little roofs on top. And again, you can kind of change, you can custom change the designs on like the canvas on the front and on Mm -hmm. the top. Um, but you could, you could just kind of change up the colors too. And, people would put DIYs out on this or free items out on this or make little like make little cafes. Ugh, these were so versatile, I thought, and people were so creative with them. 
that mm -hmm. um, it really was just like a charming item, I thought. Yeah, and I, I saw them used in so many ways that just like were clever it, like people made new buildings with them basically yes you know? so, this was like before we had some of the specialty items that we got later where you really could build like yeah like buildings or rooms or outdoor spaces yeah they were creative yeah so I, I i'm surprised this one didn't make it as far because it was used quite a lot you're right yeah i mean it almost made it it's it's pretty high up there um but just just didn't make it quite far enough yeah um my next one is another retro item funny enough the retro tv and this was added in the 2.0 update and i am just so fond of this item it's been one that's been around since the first game yeah and i just have it like in my head the little song that would play when it was on it's it's a very nostalgic item for me mm -hmm. but i think the real thing that sells me with this tv in particular is that you can play something on top of it yes yeah <laughs> the fact that it's also a surface is adorable I love that. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. It's just, it's wonderful. And it doesn't take um, up too much room. It's just like a cozy little item. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I am very happy with it. I wish more people would, I guess, use it and vote for it. Because how many votes did that one get? Only two. Two votes. Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, mm -hmm. they're we're all of get... you kids with your flat screen TVs. <laughs> come on. <laughs> look, look, I'm pretty sure that the flat screen TV, the 50 inch flat screen TV only got one vote, too. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not too bad. TV. I mean, I get the TV items aren't going to be too popular when yeah. you don't really do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's a cute <laughs> you don't watch though. TV in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, my next one, my next one's another, like, real simple item. It's, it's, I kind of have a theme going. I don't use a whole lot of items, a variety of items. The ones that I mm -hmm. use, <laughs> I use over and over again. And this next item is the log stool. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just that little stump, teeny tiny little stump that you can place I don't know, like sometimes I would put the the little moss plant, moss ball plant on top to make it look like it had things growing on it. Or sometimes I put a little gyroid on top or sometimes <laughs> it's just a seat around a campfire. Like these things were everywhere in, in Keel Hall. So I just, it, it, I guess because of its usefulness for me and again, it's natural look for me. I like kind of a more natural item. Mm -hmm. it's just it's a good one i and there's a little special place in my heart for the log stool which yeah three people voted for it so i'm not completely <laughs> alone just a little <laughs> bit alone yeah not too alone with that one i also like that one it's another one that was close for me okay um it's same it's because it's very similar to like the wild log bench like the yeah. set it feels like a set that goes together they have very similar variations mm -hmm. um that go together really well and yeah i love using the log stools around they're adorable oh, especially with a gyrate on top it's like it's <laughs> perfect yeah 
I love that. Um, so I guess my next one is the simple sofa. <gasps> oh, another old school one. Yeah, another kind of old school one that also has made a return through um, the update, right? I feel like they added a lot of nice items that I like, but this one just looks so comfy. And I like how many different variations there are. I think it's hard to tell. I actually was looking at the catalog on Happy Home Paradise and trying to find it. But I noticed the variations really only let you change the chair legs when you would order. And I think the other parts that you could change, like the actual sofa color, weren't available to order. Like, I think that's something you have to do after the fact. I gotcha. Funny enough. Yeah, so it comes in, like, the base, like, natural color, usually. Um, But this one... It's just, it just looks like a nice, simple, comfortable sofa. I would just want to sit <laughs> It's in, like in an IKEA sofa. sofa. <laughs> yeah. And I probably should have organized my items so they represented, like, interior and exterior. But I think, like, light switch, retro radiator, retro TV, simple sofa. It's just got this, like, vibe <laughs> Yeah, to you've got and... a whole room set up right there. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty solid. <laughs> Very cute. Um, my next one, I'm actually surprised that you didn't vote for this. I am I'm too. Also surprised. I am too. I'm the only one who voted for it. I am too. I am too. <sighs> and that's the spider web, which is which should be at the top of the bracket, I think. It's incredible. It can mm-hmm. add a little bit of zhuzh to any room or jail you're trying to make. You can put it in a dungeon. You can put it in a cabin. You can put it in a cave. It's versatile. It's, um, you know, thoughtful. <laughs> it shows that your stuff has been around for a while. It's, it's perfect. And it's just so hard to get. I, is the I understand. Problem. I understand. Uh. It. Uh. It's so good, though. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a difficult one to get, unfortunately, but it's so worth it because yeah. I I used it mostly in one of my secondary characters' homes, Adelaide. She's a witch. Yes. She's also part spider, mm-hmm. so she's got a bunch of little spider webs around in her place, and it's another one of those items, and I think it honestly just didn't make the list, because it. I, I like it for the same reasons I like the light switch or retro radiator. Mm-hmm. Like, it just adds that little bit of detail that makes it, uh, it makes a room feel alive. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the, sorry that I was the only one who voted for this butterweb, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I know how it is. All right. Um, the next one on my list is by far the most popular <gasps> I item. I can't believe on my this. List. You really? You can't believe that this one's popular? No, no. I can't believe you got to vote for the most popular one. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't. Like I know. I should have. <laughs> Uh, we should we should put in that there were some caveats with this one. Yes, I um, I definitely you made a judgment call. I made an executive decision. I did so technically. Mm-hmm. I did vote for it just because I cheated a little bit. But we'll get into yeah. that. So the item is gyroids. 
Um, The difficulty, of course, with this one is that there were a lot of different gyroids Mm -hmm. that were um, selected. There was definitely one that took (laughs) the the most popular spot of them. It did. Yeah, it did. But gyroids, there were several items that were very similar. Um, Technically, they were different items because their variations of them were like a different recipe or something. But in the end, Nina was like, nope, we're doing gyroids as one category. And so everybody got lumped in. Let me explain why. (laughs) Because I couldn't do this for other things like the fences. Because, Mm -hmm. yes, people specified some certain gyroids like the squeakoid or whoever. But some people, actually, in fact, a lot of people just wrote gyroid. So I didn't want mm. to disqualify all these votes when when an item was so obviously beloved. So I had to lump them together. Just had to do it. Yeah, and I think it makes sense that a lot of people would just say gyroid because we did specify no, uh, ignore variations, right? Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I guess gyroids are just a bunch of different variations of a gyroid. (laughs) (laughs) So it it makes sense to avoid that confusion and keep those votes from being disqualified. So, yeah. Um, And I guess, should we say, uh, did we already say Squeakoid was the most popular? I mean, do you want me to go through the list of all the ones that got voted on? Yeah, which gyroids got voted? uh, Before you say that... If I were to get specific and say a gyroid, I probably would have said bubbloid because it blows bubbles. Okay. So one other person voted for a bubbloid. Yes. Okay. So now you can reveal how those votes laid out. Okay. So it was bubbloid has one Mm -hmm. vote. Babloid, which I didn't even know was a thing. I thought it was misspelled at first until I looked it up from a bubbloid, was another vote. Squeakoid came in with the heavy hitter with five votes. Mm-hmm. Oinkoid was one vote. The Brewstoid was oh, two yeah. votes. That one's good. Mm-hmm. Sproingoid is one vote. Deutoid is one vote. And five people. So just one below Squeakoid. Five people wrote Gyroid. Okay. Yeah. And though all of them would have written squeakoid, so yeah, yeah, everyone voted for a squeakoid. I don't know, they're, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, gyroids very popular. I like them more than ever yeah. in this game, to be honest they're with you. So I good. think, I think the old designs were just fine after four games of the same old designs. <laughs> uh, by the end of it, I was like. Yeah, I mean, it's a gyroid. What else has changed? Like, at the beginning of the game, the first game I played, I was, like, all about the gyroids over time. I was like, yeah, you you need a makeover. And this makeover is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like, they are all incredible. I can't choose. It's hard for me to pick them at this point because they're all so cute. Yeah, they are. They are. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, my next one going on with my spiderweb vibe <laughs> was the creepy skeleton, which is a newer item. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for the longest time on Keel Hall, when I wanted to be real creepy, I had to use that um this the fossil skull. The I think it starts with an A. 
Um, now I can't think of it. But then we got that big old update, and the creepy skeleton walked into my life, and I said, "Yes, please." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's so cute, and it moves. If you touch it, it changes positions, and uh, it's incredible. And I love it. <laughs> and three people <laughs> voted for it. So there. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. It's a, it's, a, it's a good one for sure. When I first saw it and used it, I was just like, this is incredible. It's this incredible. is so good. Yeah. What a, what a great item to add. I, Jackie specifically has put like the, the standing skeletons, you know, the ones that kind of throw their arms up when you click A on them. Yeah. Um, she had those like in some portions of her jungle, mm-hmm. like people who've like fallen into booby traps and didn't make it out alive. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, th- those items, I've at least the new creepy skeleton. I'm like, this, this is the one you got to use. Jackie. Yes. It's so much better. It trumps not only the fossil, but the standing skeleton. It's a, it's a good boy. Yeah. So good. All right. Uh, my next two, I, I, I'll i say one first, but they, they're definitely ones that I use together. So I'll start with the first one. Uh, the country fence. This is the little log fence that um, that we can craft, right? And I love this fence. I use it all over my island. I can't get enough of it. It's just like... It's the perfect fence. And I specifically like little aspects to it. Like one, seeing things behind that fence is adorable. But then also like when it snows and seeing the little tops get covered in snow. Oh, yeah. Adorable. Adorable. Um, So, yeah, the country fence, I use it all over the place. Um, I'll let you say your next one because my next thing also goes along the country fence. Okay, because I was about to say something about the country fence, but I see that you, you're you going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's coming. Um, My next one is another one that only got one vote, sadly, which I'm really confused about because I see it all over the place, but it's the clay furnace. That little, oh. that little outdoor two stove top mm, stove top <laughs> uh-huh. and it's got yeah. like fire underneath and like something's like steaming you can put pizza the in top. there right no no this one's oh like, okay more no yeah this other that. one gotcha i was thinking the brick no the uh, brick and mortar thing. one no brick oven right this yeah this looks like kind of like you know 300 years before the brick oven <laughs> It's I it's just so cozy to me. I put this all over the place. And especially before we got like kind of the the actual cooking stovetop um items. Mm-hmm. This is the one I would always use when I was making like a little kitchen area, especially outdoors. It's Do you it's, know if it's been changed to work like a cooking item? I don't think so because it doesn't oh. have like like both of oh, its it spots have, like, the... are used. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there's a little pan on one side and there's a little pot on the other side. So technically you you don't cook on it. Yeah. I, yeah. I they should have updated it. I know. Honestly. That would have been top tier. But ugh, no one agrees with me anyways because I'm the only person who voted for it. 
Yeah, that's too bad. I, I like this one a lot, too. It didn't make it onto, I don't think, any of my lists, but it is an item that I really do like. Yeah. It's cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I mention, did we even mention our initial list sizes at all? Oh, no, we haven't. Oh, well, before we read our last ones, yeah, then. Yeah, go for it. Uh, me going through all of the items, my initial list to take down to this top 10 was 102 items long. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I, had, I had my own bracket going on the side here. <laughs> did you? Yeah. How, what did you use to look at all the items? I decided to only go through what I've actually cataloged. Okay. So I went through my catalog, but I also went to the Happy Home Paradise and looked through whatever was in my Wardell catalog that I could order from there. I gotcha. So I specifically went through items that I could order or get through my catalog or had in my catalog. So, Hmm. yep, 102. That's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. What was yours? Mine was third. Is that right? Thirty items? Did I say yeah? yeah Thirty. <laughs> a lot less than a hundred something. Well, about three times less. Than <laughs> yeah, thirty yeah, items, and I, uh, I mostly use my own memory. Uh, every once in a while, I would use my app that I have on my phone to kind of make sure I was getting the name right or to refresh my memory on something. Um, but I mean, again, I'm super picky. I don't use a a big variety of items in my towns. So this, you know, 30 was, was a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, your last town that you have now finally deleted in order to start playing a new one, right? Mm -hmm. Keel Hall. You also had like a very specific theme. I did. Yeah. So I feel like. You're looking at items in a specific way and how you want to use them, you know. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, do you do you foresee that changing at all with your new island? Um, I kind of do. Like my um, keel hall was old fashioned and and natural, and I, I used a lot of pirate items. Um, I don't think I'm going to be using as many pirate items <laughs> on Bergamot. <laughs> and I do see myself using some more, like, um, more contemporary things. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see if if I had made this bracket, you know, two years in the future, how much it would have changed. Yeah, maybe we'll, maybe there'll be another big update and mm-hmm. we'll, who knows, maybe a bunch of new items are there and should be reconsidered. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll kick off with my last one. Um, we, we each have one item left. Of mm-hmm. course, the street lamp was shared abo- across both of us. Yeah. Um, my last one is the stone fence. And like I said earlier, I think the combining of the stone fence and the country yes. fence is the top tier fence yes, to, I agree. to use. Like, the way those two go together, it just fits so perfectly. I use that all over my island. I feel like the stone fencing makes a really nice, like, corner or end point to any country fence. Um, Yeah, even sticking bushes in there, too, to break it up, too. Because the country fence just kind of ends. It doesn't... Yeah. Like, it looks like it should keep going. 
Mm-hmm. It just like cuts off and it's over. That's mm-hmm. it. But yeah, the the country fence and stone fence combo is darling. Yeah, I just love it. Probably more than any other ones. Aww. So. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it, it's so nice to like also create a little gap where you can see through the fence too. Like I love yeah. the stone fence and then putting a break in it where you can see beyond it. That is, that's my life right there. I love that. Mm, that's a good one. I, I love those two together too. It's, it's too bad you can't, you can't, you know, pair them as one answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise they would have been paired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So your last one. My last one almost made it onto the bracket too. I'm a little heartbroken still that it didn't make it onto the onto the bracket, especially after yeah. the story I told you guys. Maybe it was last podcast or two pos- podcasts ago about how I had to save a family of ducks. But it's the <laughs> decoy duck, the sweet little decoy duck that has so many cute variations and not only are the variations adorable they're also like like accurate to specific types of ducks mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so beautifully painted and you just put a decoy deck next to a pond and it's the coziest thing you ever seen in your life uh, yeah and then you put two ducks facing each other like they're kissing Oh, mates for life is i just i love the decoy duck so much plus the one that's not painted looks great on a mantle above that fireplace on top of your retro tv it's perfect what else do you need in life <laughs> nothing that's it it's the perfect little pet for you they're so cute every morning on my walk i walk next to the bravest ducks ever they don't budge for me i just like have to walk around them. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. This is your your place. <laughs> and for a little while, we actually had a duck living at our at our community pool, so it was nice. Look, to <laughs> add on to my story about saving the ducks, <laughs> I've saved actually three families of ducks <laughs> in my life. <laughs> One time, I was watching a mama duck. With her little babies behind her, and she waddled over to a sewer opening, you know, like a sewer, what are those things called, where the water all washes down? And she hopped up onto the sewer and kept walking, like hopped up the curb. But the baby ducks just kept walking. Oh, no. <laughs> and I watched walked them into all, the sewer. all walk into the sewer. <laughs> Uh, oh that that almost sounds like mama duck planned it. mama duck planned <laughs> she was uh, like listen these aren't even my kids like i've been trying to get rid of them forever no the sweetest thing was i had got a maintenance man i put the dog away i got a maintenance man to help me get the sewer top up because those things are heavy we climbed down we put the baby ducks in a shoebox the mama duck waited for us <laughs> Oh my god. And we gave her her baby's bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like whenever I see the duck stories, Mama Duck knows that you're helping. Yes. So and that's what happened the third time. There was another type of sewer. So we also have like a huge lake on my apartment complex property with a fun little walking path around it, and there's like mm-hmm. a drain towards the edge of the lake/pond. Slash pond. 
and it goes into one of those big sewers that you can like walk into, you know, but there's like a big old waterfall that walks that goes into it. And I was walking the dog again and these little babies had been washed down the waterfall and were stuck on the side of the sewer hanging on for dear life. So I had to climb down into the sewer and lift them up into the lake. And again, yes. Mama Duck was waiting. Like, these duck, these poor Mama Ducks, <laughs> they yeah. need help. They need babysitters. <laughs> oh, these duckies. Well, I'm glad you're around to help them out. I am too. Out. And that, these decoy ducks make me think of all these memories I have <laughs> of all these baby ducklings who just don't know how <laughs> to uh, maneuver in life. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but, all right. Well, those were our top 10 items along with a nice little story time from Nina. Yes, thank but, you for, for appeasing me. Yes, the show is not over. Yeah. As promised, it's time to start talking about the best item bracket. And before we reveal the top <gasps> 16 dun, items, dun, dun. I just want to give a quick reminder of the timeline what to expect going forward here. So this episode will release officially on YouTube and podcast platforms May 3rd. For anybody watching live, you're getting this all early, yeah. right? Um, we are today going to reveal the top 16 items that are voted for here. And all of the items have already been organized into a bracket. So... Mm -hmm. They they're gonna they're gonna face off. They're gonna fight. They're gonna we're gonna do this every single week until the game ends and we find the winner. So how are we doing that? May fourth. Uh, honestly, this might turn into May third, just because I I already have the link ready. I just have to put pictures in and it'll be ready for tomorrow. But May third slash May fourth. Round one voting begins. You will be able to vote for these top 16, and we're going to cut out half of them. Half of them are going home empty-handed, no prizes. The <laughs> other half are going to live to fight another day. On May 10th, we will reveal who won that first round, who's moving on to the next one, so we'll get the top eight there. Uh, May 10th slash 11, the voting will then begin again. Um, the voting will end, I guess I should say, probably on the Sunday before the next episode comes out, so be sure to get your votes in before then. But top eight, voting will begin on May 10th slash 11th. Uh, from there, the episode May 17th, we will reveal the round two winners, and that'll be top four. It's going to get cut down in half every time once again. Um, May 17th slash 18th, the next round of voting will begin. So your top four, you'll have to pick <gasps> who's going into top two. It goes, Yeah, it goes quick, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, from there, once again, the voting will end that following Sunday. Uh, May May 18th, I think? No, May 24th. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I have all these dates in order. It's hard to keep them up. Uh, May 24th, round three winners will be announced. That'll be your final two. May 24th slash 25th, you'll vote for the winner. That, the item that is the absolute best item in Animal Crossing. And May 31st, we rev will reveal the winner as well as how everybody placed on their way to the top. So, yep. be be You're going to be here all month with us. Literally, 
May 31st, the last day of the month, the winner is announced. I think it's very fitting. We've, we picked a good month yeah. to do this. It's, it's May Mayhem. May Mayhem. <laughs> All right, Nina, you did you did the work here. Oh, my gosh, Chewie. <laughs> so much You work. kept track of everybody's answers. You put these all in. I think it's fitting that you reveal the top 16 here. And I wanted to ask you too, do you want me to switch over to the bracket view while you do this? Or do you want to switch after you've revealed what the items are? I guess after, right? All right, then let's do it. Okay. Do you want me to start from the lowest and then go to the top? Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, We have three items that came in with eight votes, which it doesn't sound like a lot, people, <laughs> but there were so many items that only got voted on once, so it, it ends up being a lot. Just you wait. So, three items that came in with eight votes. It was the puppy plushie, the kid's tent, and the pocketbook, which, let me be clear, is the little handheld book that you can flip a page through yeah. in your hand. You get these from red. Mm-hmm. And it's a holdable item, but it brought reading to Animal Crossing. Yes, it did. Teaching animals to read. Can you believe it? It, got, it brought reading and confusion to Animal Crossings because that's not what a pocketbook is. But there you go, pocketbook. <laughs> Coming in with nine votes was the pergola, which was, it's the, you know, that little garden item with the plants on top that you can walk through. Very cute. Mm-hmm. 10 votes there are three items that got 10 votes it was the lucky cat the street lamp and yes. not just the watering can but the only time the watering can was when it was voted for was the elephant watering can <laughs> it swept <laughs> the bracket so the elephant watering can Then, coming in with 11 votes each, there are two items that got 11 votes. It was the Lighthouse, which I cannot believe I didn't vote for. It's one of my favorite items. And the Nova Light. So that's the the lamp that looks like a star fragment. Um, It doesn't Mm -hmm. have, like, it doesn't have legs or anything like that. It's just a a little star fragment lamp. With 12 votes, we have the Garden Wagon. Very cute. With 13 votes, we have the Leaf Piles. This is another one that I had to combine all of them. So if you voted for the Cherry Blossom Leaf Pile, or if you voted for the Green Leaf Pile, or the Autumn Leaf Pile, all of those together got 13 votes. Yeah, we decided those were close enough together that it was it feels like they should be one DIY with customization options, but yeah, Mm -hmm. you know how it goes. Mm -hmm. With 14 votes, there are two items. The plain party lights arch. This is the newer item that has like two wooden poles and then like a string of fairy lights in between. Such a nice item, especially on the dock. The other item with 14 votes is the froggy chair (laughs) coming in at number four, that froggy chair. He made it in. It tried really hard. Yeah, froggy chair made it. It made it. Numbers Mm -hmm. are with 16 votes, our third spot item. Very interestingly, 
is the crescent moon chair. Uh, I was very surprised by this, <laughs> but there we go. 16 yeah. whole votes. Then with 18 <laughs> votes, no surprise here, were the gyroids all stuck together. And finally, mm-hmm. our top seed item. Are you ready for it? With yes. 20 votes was the mush lamp. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. This one was a dark horse for me. And I don't know why. Because the mush lamp is adorable. It's another one that has really good customizations. And it gives yeah. kind of like a spooky, ethereal feel. So there you go. It did the hard work, that mush lamp. It did the hard work behind the scenes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like, it's such a solid list. I wanted to ask you nina Mm -hmm. what are you happy about what are you sad about making the top 16 look i don't want to sway anyone in their votes (laughs) Uh, i guess that's true maybe we should talk about it later maybe we should but i feel like i already revealed a few things (laughs) okay yeah well here for everybody on twitch and anybody watching on youtube as well here is the bracket. Uh, we'll have a link to it in the show notes for everybody on the podcast, too. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to take a look at the bracket, see how it's all lined up. But uh, Nina, you also worked so hard getting this together. Do you want to tell us who's who's playing who? So I I called my dad <laughs> and asked him how March Madness worked and how teams were picked and how they were seated against each other. So um, the way that it works, if I'm understanding correctly, <laughs> any sports people are going to have to help me out with this, but um, you don't put two top teams next to each other in the first round. Um, because they've earned their place and, and they, uh, they kind of have it easy the first round. So oftentimes you'll see a heavy hitter like the mush lamp fighting against in the first round, one of the items that did not get as many votes. So a lower seated, uh, item or team. So uh, (laughs) the only way that my dad really explained this to me was it's kind of like a mercy killing. Like one is going to (laughs) win, obviously, because it deserves it. But there are upsets. So you never know. You can't you can't count (laughs) the puppy plushie out. (laughs) You never know. You never know. So um, so these are, you know, thoughtfully placed. Hopefully, uh, everyone's all right with these placements. And, uh, we got we got our voting started in the round sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, I guess should I take them through? Sure. Who's playing in those first rounds? Go for it. So the first rounds, we've got sixteen competitors, eight matches total. The Mushlamp versus the Pergola is the first one. After that, we've got the Plain Party Lights Arch versus Lucky Cat. And, oh, I guess Lucky Cat was another one you combined, right? Because some people said Gold Lucky Cat and others said Lucky Cat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they they got lumped in together. Uh, The next round is the Crescent Moon Chair versus the Lighthouse. And then from there, we're going to go to the elephant watering can, which everybody <laughs> specified the elephant one it's for so some cute. reason. 
versus the street lamp. After that, it is gyroids versus a puppy plushie. From there, we'll have the garden wagon versus Nova Light. After that, we've got Froggy Chair versus Kids Tent. I'm really interested to see how that one Me goes. Too. Like those are two like kid core items. They are. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, in our last and final round here, we'll have Leaf Piles versus Pocketbook. That's a that's a tough one for me. I'm I'm real torn on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so yes. tricky ones. These these are good items. They're they all kind of came from different areas of of what you know, like you were saying, kid core for one, and some of them are like real cottage core, and some of them are just kind of useful items. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what what pulls ahead. Yeah, there's a wide variety here. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, lots of options for people to pick from, and you know the the real difficult part is like you know they're all facing different items. We don't know quite how it's going to go. Is there going to be an upset here? Yeah, who knows what's going to make it to the end? I guess we'll find out by the end of the month. It's I'm excited. I am. Too. I'm excited for the votes to go live. Um, there the, once again for anybody joining in on this the vote is available in the description of the podcast it is a google form it is labeled google form in the notes probably or best item bracket uh maybe i'll put both just so it's clear but the form will be there we'll make it as clear as possible for you to just hop over have a vote uh the vote it'll we'll make that clear as well um i'm gonna make little images for everything so you can see what the item is the name will be associated with it and yeah you'll you'll know how it works it's very easy each round just has two options it'll be one versus the other Mm -hmm. right um so yeah, it'll it'll be real real fun to see how you all vote and see how this plays out. This is an exciting time, I'd say. <laughs> I'm really pumped to see how it goes. And I guess before we uh, head into the next topic, Nina, you the the keeper of the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> That you have a bunch of fun facts for people. Look, I'm a jock villager now. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the stats here. You are following May Mayhem like no one has ever followed it before. What can, what insider knowledge can you give us? All right, we got some bracket facts coming at you. <laughs> Guess what? A hundred. Is this... What? <laughs> I feel like you're CJ right now. CJ. This is incredible. <laughs> Uh, Yo, fam, coming at you here live in my live stream. <laughs> coming at you in our live stream with your bracket facts. So we got the the number of people who voted. This one, like, it blows my mind. 104 different people sent in their top 10 items for this bracket, which is a lot of people. It took me a long time to go through all of these, especially... Because not everybody spelled things correctly. <laughs> so like a search and find didn't always work. But I also want to note that Nina was suddenly like she was very initially very surprised about how many votes we got. And I was like, Nina, we get about like 2000 listeners no, every week. No. And then that just made her nervous. No, I, y'all have been sweating this whole time. <laughs> now I didn't know that many people listened. <laughs> It's it's probably closer to three thousand. Oh. But 
Um, but yeah, we have we have listeners every week, Nina. Mm-hmm. But so send Nina good good messages no. on this one. She worked hard, and you know we all we all love her on the show. Uh, okay, no one sent me messages, so that I know that no one's listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> out of the hundred and four people who voted, um, two hundred and ninety four items that they chose only had one vote so that's why like in our bracket even those lower numbers that only had eight votes is huge because Mm -hmm. 294 items were only suggested once so i that's the most mind-blowing to me it's it's a long list of lonely items out there that you know just one person loves like your light switch Yeah, that's true. They're all tied for last, but I mean, there there's still even more items that didn't even make it. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So out of those lonely items, luckily, zero people voted for all 10 of their items to be lonely items. Like everybody had overlap somewhere, which I think is, you know, like a little That's fitting. Yeah. It's like a metaphor for the earth. <laughs> We all yeah, have something in I, common. Yeah. And I think that's really nice, too, because, like, going into this bracket, everybody's got an item on there that they wanted to see on there. Well, n- no. <laughs> oh, no. No, but at least someone else voted for one of their items. They're just not alone, that's all. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's fair. There were five, only five people who voted who all all 10 of their items were also voted on by someone else, which is interesting Mm. too. Another bracket fact, (laughs) the wooden storage shed, the outdoor item that allows you to access your inventory and the shed, just plain old shed, the other item that allows you to access your inventory outdoors were neck and neck the entire voting period. In fact, they, they even ended up, tied at the end if Mm. those two items had come together they would have made it on the bracket (laughs) Mm. so this is just a you know a sage words of advice not to split your votes poor little well i will say i i think that's fine i think the wooden storage shed is better anyway it is better it's so much better i was so surprised that they tied anyways Those those are good <laughs> items. Those are really useful items. Um, seven items. Only seven items I had to disqualify. Either because I could not decipher the item name because of how it was spelled or written. The item was made up and did not exist. <laughs> or some people tried to sneak in an extra little item onto their vote. So they were putting two votes in one, two items in one vote. And uh, mm. that was against the rules. I'm so sorry. So only seven items. I was pretty surprised by that, actually. People did a really good job looking up their items and telling me the right things. Yeah. And that's that's truly amazing, too, because I, I spent forever just like thinking all right what are the rules that we need to set yeah in this to guide people to do it and so yeah thank you everybody for you know reading the rules making this easy <laughs> to follow 
Oh, someone in chat, Amanda in chat just said, did anyone list the froggy chair 10 times? No, nobody cheated that way either. I'm, I'm really excited that our community came together and did this the right way. You are all great is basically what we're saying here. <laughs> yeah, all three of you. Um, <laughs> the next one for our bracket facts. Um, like we said earlier, every single time the watering can was voted for, it was the specifically the elephant watering can. And now it only got four votes, but every single time the net was voted for, it was the star net. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> Those are like it's the so two cute. cutest items, <laughs> the two Definitely. cutest tools. We had a couple of celebrity voters. This is just me gleaning from the <laughs> the items on their list that uh, Santa voted because someone voted for all <laughs> festive items or or glow illuminated festive <laughs> items, <laughs> which I thought was adorable. Someone's really into Christmas. Uh, Goldilocks also voted, you guys, because they voted for all of the bears. There was, like, the Papa Bear, the Mama Bear, the Papa Panda, the Mama Panda, the Giant Bears, the whole list. It was so cute. That's an incredible <laughs> And then Jack, the Czar of Halloween, also voted because someone picked, like, all spooky items or, like, the spooky tower, the spooky scarecrow. It was so cute. I loved those ones. They always made the me little, laugh. The spooky... Um... What's it called? The the new item that came out, the one where you hold the little pumpkin basket with all your candy. Oh, that that made it really far. Yeah, in my vote. That's a good yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll skip this bracket fact about the leaf piles because we talked about combining those guys. Oh, and then the last one, same thing. We combined our gyroids and our little squeakoid beat out with six votes compared to the other gyroids. Amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's great. I love. I love it. So many cool things happened in this little vote. And yeah, now we've got 16 items representing all of New Horizons. We're going to find the very best one. Um, I'm pumped. I'm still really pumped to see how it goes. Yeah. And I'm going to finish up the, the, the pictures for the bracket. So it's at least, I think there needs to be a visual for, yeah. for it as we go just because i want it to be as clear as possible what items you're voting between so so you're putting the the visuals on where they're voting are you also going to put it on the bracket um i don't think it'll be on the bracket okay. um well that'll be its own image somewhere but as you vote it'll be there okay. that's the most important place that it needs to be i think yeah that way, you you know clearly what you're voting for. Oh, exciting! I've already voted. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I haven't even voted. <laughs> um, but yeah, mostly because I gotta I gotta make sure it's ready for everybody <laughs> before I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, let's go ahead and close out our show with Haken's Islander Corner. For those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show. This week's question was, what games would you recommend for fans of Animal Crossing? So, yeah, I mean, this is a little bit outside of Animal Crossing. I think we've talked a lot about the game so far today. And, you know, if you're looking for something else, uh, we've got you. We've got you. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so maybe I'll go first and you, Nina. Sounds good. 
All right. So Portgas said, I found this question pretty difficult. No game is quite like Animal Crossing, but I finally choose to recommend The Sims franchise. It's also a life simulator game. Folks who enjoy building in Animal Crossing would certainly enjoy build mode in The Sims, where you can build everything from a restaurant of your dreams to a house of your dreams. But my favorite part of The Sims is the story mode, and the older titles are the best at it, particularly The Sims 2 and 3. It's very wacky and fun to play. So, yeah, I I have actually not dipped my toes too much into <gasps> Sims, but I have been interested for a long time oh, to play I some of them. Oh, I love it. It's one of my top games of all time. Yeah, I I've really wanted to check out Sim City. Mhm, that's a good and, one. And and probably like Sims 4 since it's like the one that's available to me yeah. on like Game Pass right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I've been meaning to hop in and check them out. It's super fun to find like a streamer playing The Sims in in a way that you play The Sims. Um, that it's just you kind of get like invested in their little families that they're building. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I, that sounds. There's a really like <sighs> this podcast will probably make you cry a little bit, yeah. but I, I'll try to remember what it was. I think it was a heavyweight episode. And somebody talked about their Sims. It might have been Reply All or Heavyweight, but I want to say it might have been Reply All, now that I think of it more. Um, I'll I'll look that up, and I'll try to remind you all next week. But it's all about somebody making their their old life in The Sims. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, Izzy Lamb says, I really enjoy Calico. It's a game where you can complete simple quests and run a cat cafe though the animals you keep in your cat cafe aren't actually limited to cats in addition to cats there are birds and dogs and even cap capybara to choose from (laughs) you work to improve your menu and your decor so there's a fun customization element to the gameplay and it's definitely a comfort game it's not the smoothest game however there are a few glitches and bugs so that's my warning if that's the sort of thing that bothers you I wonder what this is on. I'm going to have to look it up. Calico. That sounds I think adorable. It's on Switch. No way. It's on a lot of different platforms. Okay. Yeah, it's one that's on Switch. I I keep not getting to this game. I haven't gotten it yet, yeah. but I've really been wanting to check it out. It looks adorable. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> so Gabriel said, Cozy Grove and Stardew Valley have been pretty good to me. I've also enjoyed Dragon Quest Builders 2 and the new Kirby game. All of them have at least partially scratched the itch to play something along Animal Crossing New Horizons lines. Mm. And I actually got to try out Dragon Quest Builders 2 recently. Nintendo did um, one of their online trial games recently was Dragon Quest Builders 2. And I started it and I was like, yeah. I can see the appeal of this. This is pretty cute. Um, basically, it's like this fun dragon questy story with like monsters and stuff, and you're just like this builder, and you're you're building your own land. Oh, it's 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 cute. I, I I liked it because it feels like Minecraft, but with direction, and I think that's the part I need <laughs> the direction part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it was fun. 
Uh, Sacha505 says, not sure if this counts since the game isn't out yet, but I would recommend the game Puff Pals Island Skies. It's a really cute farming game with animal friends that you can meet and fun islands that you can explore. It's doing really well on Kickstarter right now. It's already gotten more than, oh my gosh, $1,400,000. And there are still five more days left to go. Ooh, I wonder if by the time this comes out, it's finished yet. It might be over by yeah. then. Yeah, I've been following this game. Oh. It's cute. This game is so cute, and I am probably just as excited for this game to come out as I was for Animal Crossing back then. Wow. That's huge. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to look this up. I mean, $1,400,000 of support from people. Like, yes, this is an exciting one. Um, The trailer is very high quality and stuff, and it looks like people are going to love it, honestly. Yeah, so... Um, I'd be on the lookout for this one, too. Todette said, I got recommended Littlewood a little while ago, and I have fallen in love with it. It's a bit closer to Stardew Valley than Animal Crossing, but it's very relaxing to play, with, which is what Animal Crossing is all about. And, uh, Nina, you and I, we both played Littlewood. Yeah. It, it's addictive. It is. <laughs> I... I was on that game for so long, as, as you were. Yeah, it's got, like, a good storyline, but also you don't have to follow the storyline, like, day after day. You can take it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the part I like about it, too. Like, it's a, it's less stressful than Stardew Valley yeah, can be. Yeah. Let's see, Ben says... Well, it doesn't have a whole lot in common with Animal Crossing, but I love playing me some Fire Emblem. Currently on my <laughs> second playthrough of Three Houses. I love to see how the characters interact and how each of their stories develop. You can go so deep into those relationships and characters. Go ahead and try this one out and thank me later. Ooh. I love Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, I... The Fire Emblem that I really fell in love with was, um, oh my gosh, and now I can't think of the name of it. It was a, it was a few Fire Emblems ago, and the characters would get married, and like you could pick who married who, and then in the future you got to see their children depending on who you had pair up. Like, mm -hmm. it, and I loved like playing through over and over again to see the different pairings and to see the different, you know offspring it's so cool gosh which one yeah. was that awakening yes that's what it was thank you mm -hmm. yeah that one was very solid and i i i think i said this in an episode a long time ago but one of the ways funny ways that i feel animal crossing and fire emblem can relate is that once your beloved character is gone they're gone forever and if you choose to play that way. <laughs> yeah, if you choose to play Permadeath, which is the, the proper way to play Fire Emblem. No. <laughs> All right, so Ganucci said, I recommend New Pokemon Snap. The game is just as chill, if not more chill, than Animal Crossing, and it is just as beautiful to look at. The drastically different biomes um, you visit are vivid, detailed, and so alive with Pokemon. From thick jungles to sandy deserts to snow-capped mountains, mm. the entire game, you are placed on a preset route through each location where you just snap pictures and discover secrets while listening to the ethereal soundtrack. 
There's a cute story to follow with callbacks to the original N64 game, but the game isn't long unless you plan to 100% it, which honestly, you might want to because it's just that worth looking at. That's my recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, Nina, I finally got to play the rest of this <gasps> game a little bit earlier. It might have been the end of last year or early this year, but I I loved it. I was so enamored by it. <laughs> and I know you loved it too. I did. I Yeah, I played through that so quickly because it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just felt like you were creating a nature documentary the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Two Meg. Two Meg says, I really don't think there is another game that is similar to Animal Crossing, and anything that tries to copy it ends up falling short. I would honestly recommend playing other AAA first party Nintendo games and try to expand the genre of games that you might like playing. Try any of the Pokemon games, try Breath of the Wild, try Mario Odyssey. Try all the games that have sold millions that we already know are well-loved. Great games. Try out some platformers, some RPGs. Maybe you will find something you love that isn't necessarily a life sim. Maybe if it's appropriate for your age, try something more mature like Assassin's Creed, Bayonetta, or The Witcher. There's a whole world of games out there waiting to be explored. Don't box yourself in to just one type. Don't be afraid to try something new, learn, and grow your tastes. I love this answer. <laughs> this is incredible because I totally agree. I, I feel like I enjoy a variety of different types of games, but they all kind of seem to fall within like similar art styles. So that kind of helps me dip my toes into games that I wouldn't normally be comfortable playing. Um and actually, you guys all know that I love Sea of Thieves, and its art style is something that drew me to it. I'm I'm not huge into combat, and <laughs> my friends can tell you that when we do get into a fight with other live players, I am usually the last one <laughs> to board the ships to fight. <laughs> but, you know, it's that art style. It's kind of that cozy feeling type that that drew me to it so um you know find find a game that's different for you but maybe you like the look of it and that can that can lead you into new areas yeah yeah i mean i can relate i play tons of different games and uh, there's there's just stuff to be to have fun with all over the place yeah. it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> So Islander M said, Spiritfarer. I don't see much love for this game, which really weirds me out because it seems like exactly the kind of game that Animal Crossing fans enjoy. You play as someone who has died and ferries the lost souls of other deceased around until they are ready to go to the other side, at which point you let them go. The art is stunning and the gameplay is very Stardew Valley-esque. You have to build a load of stuff on your boat to accommodate the wishes of these spirits and fulfill their requirements and unlock new regions to pick them all up. The stories are all based off the creator's real-life family and friends, Mm. and it's honestly the only game to have ever made me cry. Anyone willing to endure the pain of letting a favorite villager go in Animal Crossing may be able to endure this game. It's actually a lot cuter than I just made it sound. (laughs) (laughs) This game looks great. I I own it, but have yet to find the time to play it. Yeah. And it's been at the top of my list for a long time, and it it's exciting. I 
I love when there's like so much emotion put into, you know, the characters that you create and everything. And it feels like that this does it. Yeah. I feel like this kind of has a cult following. Like people who mm-hmm. have played it just absolutely love it. And, and I do think it's starting to grow. I've heard a few of my friends have played this and have loved it. So it's on my list too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's way up there for me. Yeah. Our last answer is from Squee, who says, Mine probably won't be anything new because I found most of them from watching Chewy or Nina stream. But other games I enjoy are Littlewood, Cozy Grove, The Wild at Heart, Ooblets, and Pokemon. Oh, all good mm. games. Those are all cute art style games, too. Such cute art style. I beat The Wild at Heart recently. <gasps> How and- was it? so solid Ooh. it's like if you need uh, need pikmin 4 in your life yeah. play the wild at heart okay. just just get to it um i'm sitting on a review for it which i can't make until my laptop gets finished so uh <laughs> i, I want to have a video out for it soon yeah I can't and then ooblets ooblets it takes a bit but yeah. once you like start getting the hang of ooblets it's like oh this is amazing. <laughs> is, it's like... Oh, is Ooblet uh, still in beta? Yeah, technically it's still like early access stuff. So it's not officially out yet. Um, the price is probably going to go up pretty soon because uh. they've added tons of things since it um, uh, just has been in beta, right? Yeah. And yeah, the game, it combines elements from Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, and Pokemon. So there's a lot of really cool things coming together with it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so for any patrons who are listening, next week's question, we're going to make this related to the bracket here. What item are you saddest about not making the top 16 Mm. bracket? So, yeah, send us your heartbreakers here. Who are you really rooting for? And, yeah, let us know why you're upset. Yeah. Why why are you sad that this one didn't make it? How did it deserve a place in your heart? Mm-hmm. And for everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. If you're sad to see us go, join us over on Discord. You can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Nina and me. Want to support Haken in a bigger way and tell us your answers in the Haken Islander Corner? Head over to patreon.com slash chewyplays. One dollar goes a long way to making this show even better and includes tons of goodies for you to enjoy. Get a special role on Discord, read a monthly newsletter, and get many other great rewards. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. If you're listening on YouTube, what games would you recommend for fans of Animal Crossing? Reviews really help the show get discovered by more people. Please leave a review on your platform of choice and let us know how we're doing. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. See you all next time!